Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. Today, I'm going to be talking about a serious topic that still goes on to this day, and that is bullying. Now, this is long before, actually not long before, but it's a while before the days of internet trolls and internet bullying, but bullying has been around since, well, practically the beginning of civilization, if you want my honest opinion, and this is something that's not going to go away. This is a thing that, even though you try and try and try to end it, fix it, however you want to say it, it's just not going to go away. And I think with the episode that I'm going to be reviewing today, it does a good job in reminding us, to a certain degree, that even though we want bullying to stop and we want bullying to end, bullying is never going to go away. I mean, we've all dealt with bullies in our lives. I know I have. And, I, you know, some come out of it all right, and others, unfortunately, just cannot handle the pressure of bullying. So the episode that I'm going to be reviewing this week is called Butterballs. And this episode has the very rare distinction, one of the rare episodes, of having two songs play in the same episode, with one of them ending up becoming one of the most famous songs that this show has ever had. So, let's get into this week's episode, Butterballs. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on April 11th, 2012. So, our episode begins at the school cafeteria where Cartman has a discussion about music videos nowadays and is in particular female artists and how they're talking about their vajayjays and how they don't want people to go into their vajayjays and they're not talking about relationships anymore. Oh, wait, wait, wait till you hear Cardi B and Megan The Stallion in about 8 to 10 years with that song WAP, W-A-P. Yeah, just, just you wait, Cartman. Just you wait. All of a sudden, Butters comes to the table and he's got a black eye. And, well, he doesn't have his lunch money. Because a bully took his lunch money away. And he's like, well, they're like, aren't you going to tell anyone? No. Are you going to be anonymous? No. Are you going to write to the principal? No. And Stan doesn't like this. So he is like, we're going to put an end to bullying. We're just going to put an end to bullying. I'm sick and tired of it. To which some of the kids, you know, applaud him for that. Meanwhile, at Butter's house, his grandmother is there and she's talking to Butters parents when Butters comes back home from school and he sits next to his grandmother and he wants to talk to his grandmother and he wants to do it alone well this is where we get our surprise because the bully is in fact 
Butter's grandmother. So Butter's grandma is the bully. And she degrades him, talks him down, and it's it's kind of surprising when you first see it. It's like, wow, his grandmother, of all people. But in a way, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there are people who, you know, are listening to this and they're like, I kind of sympathize with Butters. My grandma was a bully. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, someone said that. So, after that, Mr. Mackey is met with a gentleman by the name of Bucky Bailey. And Bucky Bailey represents Bucky Bailey Bully Buckers, trademark. And Bucky Bailey wants Mr. Mackey to do an assembly on anti-bullying. Because of Stan basically saying that he's had enough of bullying. Well, Mr. Mackey at first tells him that we're not going to do it. We're going to we're having an assembly on positive behavior or being happy today. And Bucky Bailey who does resemble Captain Kangaroo starts getting into a bullying mode and practically bullies Mr. Mackey into having this assembly happen today. So Bucky Bailey of Bucky Bailey Bully Buckers trademark um has this assembly about bullying and there's this little girl who comes up and she talks about some of the things you know that has happened to her that has made him or made her bullied and how she feels about it and after that Bucky Bailey asks the kids to do an anti-bullying video and if there's anyone who wants to do it and no one raises their hand at first. And then he's like, oh, what are you, chicken? So Stan raises his hand and, you know, he is like, I'll do the video. And this, so after he says that he'll do the video and Bucky Bailey says, oh, you will, will you? Well, it leads us to our first song and the music video that we get. You want to know who I hate? I hate that kid Butters. He's a dork. Yeah, let's go pick on him. Yeah, hey guys, guys, don't pick on Butters. That's not cool. You can't do that. Bullying, did you know that in America? <laughs> Over 200,000 students every day are afraid to come to school because of bullying? At South Park Elementary, we're better than that. Come on, let's all put an end to bullying right now. Five, six, seven, eight. Bullying isn't cool. Bullying is lame. Bullying is ugly and has a stupid name. For a healthy world, bullying's unfit. And I think I know what we should do to it. Do, 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 do it. Let's all get together. Make it stop, 
can stomp it out. We can beat its ass until it starts to cry. Let's gang up on it and tell it it smells and beat its ass worse if it ever tells. If, if, if it ever tells, let's all join together to try and make bully kill itself. It'll be fun to see just how bad we can make it feel. Make bully kill itself. Whoa. Break free, the world you're so unkind. Stupid. So after we go that long into the song and into the music video, where Cartman does talk about, you know, the JJs, because he's dressed like a woman, uh, Stan gets upset about it because Butters doesn't want to do this anymore. But Butters is the focus of this video. So Kyle all of a sudden walks away. And he's upset at Stan. And he's asking Stan, are you really making this about bullying or are you making this about yourself? And Stan's like, I'm making this about bullying. And Kyle tells Stan that if he keeps doing this, He's going to end up naked and jacking it in San Diego. And Stan's like, well, what do you mean? What, do you, what does that mean? So, after the video is made, Butters is in school, and he finds out that his grandmother wants to see him in the back of the school. So, he goes to the bathroom, and Butters' grandmother is right there. So... She thinks that Butters is the one who told the school about bull, you know, him being bullied and them making the video. And she's about to go after him when another teacher comes and shows uh, Butters' grandmother to the female bathroom. So Butters, for the time being, is saved. So... After, you know, the success of the music video, Stan is told that this video is going to be taken to movie theaters. Like, he sold the movie, and he's going to get money. Well, this does not appeal to Bucky Bailey of Bucky Bailey Bully Buckers trademark, and he gets upset at Stan and tells him how this video was going to take his anti-bullying campaign to the next level. Like, this was going to make it national. It was going to be a very serious anti-bullying organization. And he ends up making Stan break down and cry. So, while that's going on, Butters is getting picked on by his grandmother again. So then Bucky Bailey goes to the bathroom and he is met by the movie producer. And he bullies Bucky Bailey. And he gives him a cease and desist letter 
basically saying don't mess with Stan or the video or else we will sue you in court. So, that night at Butter's house, they're having dinner and Stan or Butter's keeps getting jabbed by his grandmother with a fork in the leg. He is getting just jabbed just repeatedly. And he's making these screaming sounds. And there's nothing he can do. He can't do anything about it. And the guys come and they tell everyone, you know, what is happening with the music video. And it's going to be shown in movie theaters. And, you know, they're happy. Butters is still getting jabbed with a fork in the leg, which I, I must and must think feels terrible. So, that night, Butters has had enough. So, he gets out his Professor Chaos outfit. And now he's, like, he's basically at the point where he's about to do something to his grandmother. So, he goes in, about ready to fight his grandma, and his grandmother is dressed as another supervillain. And this time, she's going to give him gummy bears. Which, if you don't know, is apparently when an elderly person takes their dentures out and they bite on the person without their dentures in. Jelly, or gummy bears. So, we're getting posters put up in the school about the movie coming out, the video coming out. And it even is put up on Kyle's locker. And Kyle's upset about it because, well, he doesn't want it up on his locker. And Cartman reminds him that he left the project, which he's actually right on this one. He did leave the project. So Kyle goes into the bathroom, and there's Stan right there. And they have this talk, and Kyle brings up a very good point. Why didn't you put the video up online on the internet instead of selling it to a movie studio? And he, he has a very good point. And Kyle warns Stan again. You mess this up. Something bad happens. You're going to end up naked and jacking, and jacking it in San Diego. To which again, Stan has no idea what Kyle is talking about. So then, we go to the Dr. Oz show. Yes, the Dr. Oz show with possible U.S. Senator Dr. Oz. I'm saying possible. Not saying that he is or he's going to be. I'm saying possible. And he has Stan and Butters on the show. So, Stan is excited because, hey, my video is getting this attention and we're on Dr. Oz and basically he's saying you know we want to end bullying we're going to kill bullying and he goes to Butters and he asks Butters what do you want to say to those that are bullying you and Butters is like just leave me alone and he's like yeah we're telling you to leave him alone stop talking to me on your TV show yeah, stop talking to him on your TV shows. And then Butters just finally snaps. And he goes after Dr. Oz. And he beats the crap out of Dr. Oz. 
Butters has just finally lost it. So then, the movie producer is upset at Stan for what happened on the Dr. Oz show. And Stan's like, I had no idea this was going to happen. And basically it's like, well, now your, your main person in the video is basically a psychopath. He's, you know, he's not what we represented in the video. And your ass is in trouble. So Stan leaves and the movie producer goes to the bathroom when Jesus is there. Yeah, Jesus is there. And he picks on the movie producer. And he tells him that he's going to go to hell for his behavior if he doesn't apologize for what happened. And then we get to this scene. And this is a power... I, I think this is a powerful scene. Because Butters lost it on Dr. Oz. And he goes into his grandmother's bedroom. His grandma's asleep. And what Butters says is something that I'm sure a lot of people wish they could do. And just just listen to what Butters says to his grandmother. Just listen to what he says. stands up to his grandmother and if you watch the scene real carefully and, and I did watching it you have to watch his grandma's reaction when he's talking because at first she's like I'm mad why do I want to hear this and then when he brings up how she's getting old and how she's not going to be there and how she's going to die someday she has this look of Holy shit, he's right. And then the part I think that gets me in a in a like a happy way is when he says like when you're in the hospital and you got that pan under your butt, I'm going to come. I'm going to come visit you. And I'm going to let you know that I'm doing all right. I'm living my life. Meanwhile, you are going to be in a hospital dying in there with tubes up your nose. And you're just going to be an empty person. You're going to be a sad person when you die. And there's going to be no one there to be there for you. That's basically the way I took it. And it's like, wow. 
Wow. So Stan goes to school the next day and he is getting booed by everyone. And basically because of what has happened with Butters and, um, you know, the incident on Dr. Oz. And basically how the movie studio has now canceled the distribution of the video. And Dr. Oz is suing Stan and the school for what he did. And he Stan's getting booed. Even Timmy boos at him. Which may be the, one of the few times he says another word besides his name. And Mr. Mackey's like, well, what are you going to do about it? And Stan just stands there and he's like, I know what I'm going to do. number ends Butterballs. And you know what? I'm going to say it right now. This song is my absolute all-time favorite South Park song they've ever done. When I first saw this, or when I first heard this song when it aired, I just about lost it and I laughed. This is such a brilliant song and I'm going to get into basically in a moment why this episode was made but this song is freaking hilarious you can't get any better than that and when they did that tournament earlier this year for the best song ever on south park i knew this song was going to be in the tournament i thought it was going to go all the way to win it but it lost in the semifinals to Gay Fish, which is a good song, but I prefer this one over that one. I thought this was going to go all the way and win it, but it didn't. But this is, this is still my favorite South Park song of all time. So, yeah, that's the end of Butterballs. And um, 
my thoughts on the episode. Well, you know, like I said, this is a topic that is never going to go away. The, the topic of bullying will never, ever go away. No matter how many anti-bullying campaigns they do, no matter how many videos celebrities put out about bullying, it's never going to go away. And it probably never will. I'm, I, I like that there are people who want to prevent bullying, but that's kind of like saying let's prevent the rain from coming down or let's prevent people from starving. That's basically what I'm looking at it. I like the idea of the grandmother being the bully in this. I do like that. I think that's a very clever idea. But they could have done a little bit more, I think, in this episode. Just just my thought. I, I think they could have done a little bit more in this. Um, the songs are good, besides, you know, the one that ended it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a 7. That's gonna be my score. I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10 for this episode. And, and it's not because of the songs. It's more because of the story and, you know, what they were trying to do. And they at least stuck with the topic. They at least stuck with the idea of bullying from beginning to end. It didn't go off in a certain direction. So I, I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. Now, I want to talk about what the idea of this episode comes from. And it comes from a director by the name of Jason Russell who made a movie in 2011 called Bully. So let's talk about the movie first. So Bully, which was originally titled The Bully Project, is a 2011 American documentary drama film directed and co-produced by Lee Hirsch and co-produced and written by Cynthia Lowen along with producers Cindy Waite and Sarah Foudy. The film follows the lives of five students who face bullying on a daily basis in U.S. schools and premiered at the 2011 Tribeca Film Festival. It was also screened at the Hot Docs Canadian International Documentary Festival and the L.A. Film Festival. Bully had its global premiere at Italy's Ischia Film Festival in 2011. Bully was acquired by the Weinstein Company, oh boy, this is going very good, immediately after its premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival. The film was released in the United States on March 30th, 2012. On the official website, the filmmakers are promoting Bully as an important advocacy tool against bullying and in facilitating an anti-bullying movement. Contrary to the filmgoers or filmmakers' goals, the film suffered from a lack of accessibility in theaters due to the controversy surrounding its rating and from an extended downtime between theater and home release. The film was released on Blu-ray and DVD on February 12, 2013, only with the PG-13 rated version. So, the five students that are being documented are in these states, Georgia, Iowa, Texas, Mississippi, and Oklahoma. This is during the 2009-2010 school year, and it also follows their families. The film's particular focus is on the deaths 
of Tyler Long, who was diagnosed with Asperger's Syndrome, and Ty Smiley, both victims of bullying who committed suicide. The film describes in great detail how the average American student cannot defend himself or herself against ridicule. And it made, it grossed $3.6 million at the box office. So, where, this is where it gets interesting. Um, in particular, with Jason Russell. So Jason Russell was a big part of this movie. But he also was a part of another movie called Coney 2012. And he, you know, like I said, is a director. And, and I want to talk about a couple of things that led up to the infamous incident in San Diego. So, Russell, along with Bobby Bailey and Lauren Poole, created the Invisible Children Organization in 2006 after they traveled to Uganda and witnessed children camping out in the city of Gulu to avoid being kidnapped into the militia in their villages. With camera equipment obtained from eBay, they went to Uganda as student filmmakers but had no plan for the focus of their intended documentary. According to Russell, the trip was inspired by the 1993 death of Dan Eldon, who had been beaten to death while trying to document the ongoing famine in Somalia. After Russell's group reached the Sudan, their caravan was attacked by the Lord's Resistance Army, forcing a retreat to northern Uganda. In Gulu, Russell and the others interviewed and videotaped children who had to commute to the city every night to elude raids by the LRA on their home villages in Akoliland. During filming, the three men contracted malaria but omitted covering their illness so that the documentary would remain focused on the children. The footage they shot resulted in the original Invisible Children documentary draft, which was first screened in 2004. Russell and others returned to Uganda for six months in 2005 to collect more interviews and documentation for the next Invisible Children documentary. In 2006, after the Washington, D.C. screening of Russell and Poole's Rough Cut, the U.S. Congress approved discussion of the plight of the Akoli before the Congressional Human Rights Caucus. The 2006 Invisible Children Rough Cut also won by Russell, Bailey, and Poole the Pioneering Spirit Award at the 2007 Heartland Film Festival. With his wife Danica Jones and John M. Chu, Russell co-wrote a musical, Moxie, which the team sold to Steven Spielberg. Now, on March 15, 2012, at the height of the Coney 2012 video's viral popularity, San Diego police detained a naked Russell for psychiatric evaluation after he allegedly vandalized cars and made sexual gestures after removing his underwear during a public breakdown that was filmed and released online. Russell was hospitalized for several weeks. A statement by his family said the diagnosis was a brief reactive psychosis, an acute state brought on by extreme exhaustion, stress, and dehydration, as a result of the popularity of the campaign. In October of that year, Russell appeared on Oprah's Next Chapter to discuss the incident, describing it as an, quote, out-of-body experience and stating, that wasn't me, that's not who I am. 
For those curious, Jason Russell only made one other movie since then, a 2012 movie called Move, and he has not made another movie since. So, what did the critics think of this episode? Well, Matt Nicholson of IGN gave this a 7.5 rating, lauding the reveal of, Bro- of Butters' grandmother as the bully and finding her verbal abuse of Butters to be priceless. Though the bathroom gag was more disappointing than Nicholson thought it would be, Nicholson felt that the scenes with Butters and his grandmother tied the episode together, in particular his final moment of clarity speech. Nicholson also enjoyed Stan's nude dance in San Diego, not knowing it was a reference to the Jason Russell scandal. Nicholson was less impressed by the student's music video, as he did not initially know that it was a nod to an anti-bullying music video made at Cypress Ranch High School, which he thought was too obscure a reference, marring the episode somewhat. Okay, I might want to watch this in a minute. Uh, Carl Cortez of Assignment X gave the episode a B+, calling their take on the school bullying hilarious, and saying of the interaction between Butters and his grandmother... It's brilliant and funny and wrong, but the best South Parks always are. Okay, you know what? While I'm on here, uh, let me look this up. The Cypress Ranch High School music video. There it is. Anti-bullying. Let me see. How long is this? Okay, this is a five-minute video. And let me see, am I going to get the right, I think I'm going to get the right one here. Yeah. Okay, so this video is called, Who Do You Think You Are? That is the name of the video. I'm going to play this video and I'm going to have a little reaction to this video. I have never seen, I've never heard of this video. So let's see uh, what we get here. Finally. Oh, after after, uh, this ad ends, of course. Because, you know, I don't really want to play the ad and have to pay whatever is being played. You know. Alright, so here we go. Alright. Alright. What do you want? Can we help you? Um, What are you guys doing? <laughs> What's up, man? Can I talk to you for a second? Uh, yeah. Listen. He meant him, not you. Bullying? Do you realize that in America, almost 200,000 students are afraid to come to school every day because they're afraid of being bullied? That's why at Cy Ranch, we don't do that. This is how we do it. Okay, well the song's bad already. Alright, this lady's probably been pregnant and has four kids. Alright. Alright. 
Oh, wonderful earrings. I wonder what bird they had to kill for those. For those curious, this has had 120,000 views. Turtle power! Okay, this lady's probably a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, the ROTC's not allowed to have fun! The Key Club? We have a Key Club, wow. Gotta represent France somehow! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, there's still another two minutes! Okay, so apparently the choir stands against bullying. The bystander stops the bull. Okay. Uh, let's see. Filmed and edited by Preston Cox. Okay, who? Okay, I want to know who the director is of this. Triple Oz Triple? There was a kid named Triple? Triple Oswood. Oswald. Oh, dear Lord. Alright. Um, okay, so... Let me read this a little bit. On March 29th, 2012, Cypress Ranch High School released a lip-dub video on YouTube called Who Do You Think You Are for their anti-bullying campaign and for competing in the Great American No Bull Challenge video contest. 
According to the video's YouTube page, the entire project was created by Cypress Ranch students. A student at Cypress Ranch named Caitlin Kippers, who uploaded the video under the name Caitlin K, which, okay, I, that's not where I watched it from, wrote and sang the song herself at just 15 years old. She teamed up with the student council president, Triple Oswald. Oh, that's why he's the director. He's the council president. Uh, to film the lip dub of her tune, they enlisted the help of more than a thousand students at the high school and put it all together after school in less than two hours. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to be nice with this. I understand the effort. I understand what they were trying to do, and they did their best. But, oof, I don't need to ever see that video again. Okay, let's go to IMDB, see what they thought of this week's episode. Over 2,200 people have rated this episode, and the average rating is a 7.5 out of 10. 577 people gave it a 7, or an 8, pardon me. 367 people gave it a 10. 493 people gave it a 7, that's the score I'm giving it. And 60 people gave it a 1. To break it down into demographics, the average rating for males is a 7.4, with their highest demographic being in the 18 to 29 department with an average rating of a 7.7. .7. The under 18 had an 8.2 rating, but only 4 people rated it, so I'm not going to count that. For females, the average rating was a 7.7, .7, with their highest demographic being 45 and over, with an average rating of an 8.5. Uh, in the under 18 for females, they did have a 9 rating, but only 2 women, 2 females, gave it a 9. So, after knowing everything that we do now about this episode and the music videos and all that... Uh, let's go to the user reviews, and we have three of them this week, and let's start off, uh, let's start off with Veron underscore 120, who wrote, I just don't understand why people want to criticize South Park. This is just not about a particular mediocre episode. They just want to slam it for the sake of slamming it. This season has been better than last season. Only 15th season has not been very good. Otherwise, as far as I remember, all the seasons have been good. Particularly, I saw a review of South Park on IMDb by novices who have no experience of reviewing who have one or two reviews. They haven't seen previous South Park seasons, directly watching South Park in its 16th season and complaining about it that the show is not good. The viewers of South Park are different, and if you haven't been following South Park since years, you may not like it. South Park is better than other stupid comedy serials. It does satire on recent events, and it always gives a message in a sarcastic manner. People who want to see stupidity in the garb of comedy should stay away from South Park and watch other stupid comedy serials. There are plenty. And foremost, if you don't have the knowledge, please don't do a review. Now, talking about this episode, this was a parody on Coney 2012 videos. It is one of the best South Park episodes, and certainly the best in this season so far. Again, P 
people who don't keep abreast with current news and developments may not understand this episode. This episode is a blend of a subject of bullying and the main motive of people who want to help this cause, which is just to make money. Social commentary is one of the highlights of this episode. It was an, it was an excellent episode, but all the criticizers of South Park should at least have the courtesy to admit it. Wow. Next review is from Brian-Linton1, who wrote, I thought, this, I thought it was pretty great, and I recommend everyone to see this one. I like the storyline of Butters and his bullying grandma, and also Stan's role as director of the anti-bullying video. It was pretty funny and engaging throughout. I am watching this episode on a marathon, and I have seen it previously when it was released also. The ending was pretty messed up too, and was related to something going on at the time. Our final review is a very short one. It is from Greg Varab3, who wrote, Absolutely one of the worst episodes of the entire series. Season 16 is pretty much garbage, except for the ziplining episode. Huh. Might be talking about that in a minute. But for the most part, uh, pretty positive on this. And, and I really like the Varun, who was basically bashing the other people like, hey, South Park isn't bad. You guys are just stupid. Basically, that's how I took it. So, Alright, so that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast where you could join other fans of South Park to discuss past, present, and when it comes up every once in a while, future episodes say speaking of zip lining that happens to be our next episode i should have never gone zip lining is the name of the episode and i'm gonna i'm gonna say it right now i have no memory whatsoever of seeing this episode when it aired so it's gonna be pretty interesting to see how it is and my reaction on the next one so, thank you all for tuning in to this episode. Thank you for listening. I am Bill, and you've been listening to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. And whatever you do, please, don't go jacking it in San Diego.
Jack, 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 jack,